I am so happy to be here today with you all. This is Elaine Kohanowitz on the Imagine MomCast podcast. And today I am with Debbie Oaks, and she is going to talk to us about Theophostic Prayer Ministry, which is a transformative prayer ministry, which I personally have experienced. And so I want you guys, you all to hear this so that it will give you encouragement and hope about what is possible, what the amazing things God can do. And I want Debbie to jump right in and uh, share with us an amazing story that she's experienced. She's experienced so many and how long she's been doing this and just a little bit about her real quick. And then, and then, you know, what she has witnessed. So take it away, Debbie. Well, Elaine, thank you so very much for the privilege to be able to share um, some things about transformation prayer ministry. I've been doing this for about 10 years and I too have enjoyed and seen the fruits in my life. And I think probably one of the greatest testimonies that I see in ministering in this is that all of us have some form of lie-based thinking when it comes to our worthiness in the Lord, okay? And the biggest transformation I see with people is that when they have felt unworthy because of an experience or trauma in their life. Um, one particular one stands out for me is um, I was praying for someone and they just could not see themselves how God saw them. They was having challenges on their jobs, challenges as a mother, as a wife, and everybody could see that they were wonderful, but they couldn't see it themselves. And transformation ministry has a way of going to that lie-based thinking, allowing them to see that. And what took place was so amazing is that she had a lie that was rooted back in her childhood that someone said to her, and we all have this experience in some way, shape, or form, where she didn't do something right on the playground as a six-year-old little girl. And someone said, oh, you're stupid. You can't do it anything. And she didn't realize that that lie had been with her since she was six years old. So whenever she failed at something, it triggered her. But until God revealed that's where the root was, mm. she was able to move forward. And transformation isn't where I tell you that you're beautiful, that you're a daughter of Christ. It is finding the root of the lie having the Lord reveal the belief system of that lie, which is I'm not worthy. And then having the Lord speak to you in either a vision or a word or a scene or something or an emotion. And she got this beautiful picture of the Lord. When she was little, she loved to dress up in um, her mother's clothing and where her mom was, was a beautiful woman and actual a beauty queen in beauty oh, wow. and she would wear her mom's beauty tiaras and all this and that love to dress up as a beauty queen and she saw the lord put this crown this crown on her and say you are my beauty queen oh wow and when she got that revelation after the root was exposed and the lie-based thinking when she went back to that scene she never felt unworthy anymore because God showed her. God showed her. I didn't show her. 
I was just the instrument to get her there. So that's probably the biggest thing I think was one of my favorite times in ministering and transformation prayer ministry is that this person experienced the revelation that she was who God said she was and truly accepted it. And she was able to move forward in her life and truly believe and have the confidence of the Lord. Wow. That's so beautiful. So um, I, you know, actually just saw Debbie uh, recently and uh, prayed with her and, and really had a miraculous experience myself. Um, very, you know, the same sort of thing where I had been really wrestling with something for three years. Um, and the, in the lady's case, it was, you know, from her childhood. Uh-huh. Uh, in this case, you know, for me, it was three years, which to me is still a long time. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> Especially when you're just dragging a ball and chain along with you and you can't seem to get rid of it. And uh, praying with you, Debbie, was just so awesome because God, you know, just spoke to me. Uh, you know, a vision that was just profound, you know, he said, Elaine, I've got you in my hand. And it was just this, this picture of me with my dad, my one time I had a really bad dream. And my dad, when I was a teenager, and he came out and just held me while I cried. And the Lord was like, you know, I've got you like, I'm not gonna let you go. And, you know, he reminded me of that. And it was like, he was holding me Uh instead of my dad. And it's just been, I mean, that was just a few weeks ago, but I have just felt like hundred percent different since. And, um, I'm so thankful. And actually that is not the first time that has happened. I've actually prayed with you in the past. It's been uh-huh, kind uh-huh. of reconnected, but uh-huh, uh-huh. I would say about 15 years before you prayed with me over a couple Amen. of years, was really, well, and isn't it great when it's the Lord telling you those things and not someone else, it has more validity. It, it sticks with you it sticks with you and it gives you that transformation of how you can move forward, which is what I love about it so much. It's just crazy how much a difference that makes. I mean, I suppose it shouldn't be crazy because it's God. Right, right, (laughs) right, right. But it's, it's just um, um, like somebody can just tell you and tell you and tell you. Mm -hmm. But until God tells you, sometimes you just don't believe it. And, and that is a really great segue actually into how this kind of works. So tell us, walk us through transformational prayer ministry and kind of how it works. Okay. Transformation ministry was actually given to Dr. Ed Smith um, out of Nashville. He's in Florida right now where his ministry is based. And he was a, he was a Christian psychologist at the time dealing with um, a lot of women that had abuse And um, he was driving home one day and um, he would be able to get him so far. And he used, he brought the Lord because he was a Christian, brought the Lord into his sessions. And he said, Lord, I can get them so far, but it seems like they revert back. And, and how do I, how do I get them past that? So it's, it's transformational for the rest of their life that it sticks. Like what you said, how you made a difference in that one session. And the Lord actually said, you're dealing with the surface, you're not dealing with the root. And let and if you deal with the root and let me speak into it, then it will be transformational. And that's actually how Ed Smith developed his ministry. And he traveled and did um, seminars. And we were attending a church at the time. 
Um, and one of the people that had already gone through his sessions and everything in his training decided to host it at um, this particular church and brought Ed Smith in. Um, we had close to 200 people. I mean, we even had people from two other countries that had come in because it's worldwide now. Oh, wow. Um, we went through the training and um, felt it was beneficial, not only for us, but for our family. And um, so now that I'm trained in it, I, I use it in our ministry because my husband and I are both um, pastors of a house church and we give it to people and, and open the doors to people, not only in our church, but outside of our church. That's actually how Elaine and I met. Mm -hmm. The church that Dr. Ed Smith was in was the church that we were attending at the time. And um, it's just been transformational for our lives and, and um, for all the people that we've prayed with. And we don't take credit for it. We give it to the Lord because we're just the instruments to guide them through the process of the transformation. So tell us how the process works. Okay, so if you were to come, and let's just use an example. If you were to come to me and say you got triggered by, and let's just use this particular client that I was telling you about. She was being triggered by um, things that was being said to her, either by her children or by her husband, even on work, and she was feeling unworthy. So all, all of those things, she would get triggered and almost have a meltdown. So when she came to me, she would bring me those triggers and say, okay, I got triggered because they said X, Y, and Z. I would ask her how that made her feel. I would allow the Lord to um, take her back to a time when she felt those feelings. Mm -hmm. And it can be with recent memories, or it can take you all the way back to the childhood like it did with her. Mm -hmm. And we look in that scene and say, what do you believe about that? Well, I believe I'm unworthy. I believe I can't receive anything. I believe because I'm ugly or whatever the situation is. And then that opens up the lie-based thinking because in God's eyes, we are worthy. We're not unworthy. And then that deals with the belief that deals with the lie-based thinking. And then we ask the Lord, Lord, what do you want to tell Susie about this? Is she unworthy? And then we ask specific questions to let him speak into that lie-based thinking. And like in your case or in this lady's case, the Lord would speak either a picture or a word or the truth. And then we go back and check that memory and see if they still feel the same way. And most 99% of the time they go back and they go, no, I, I don't feel unworthy. That's, that's their stuff. That's not mine. I am a child of the most high God. I'm a daughter. I'm the head, not the tail. And when we do that, then we check to see, are you still feeling those emotions? Are you still feeling that unrest? And 9% of the time they have peace. And that is the goal for them to have peace. And like anything, we're on a journey. God's not finished with us. Mm -hmm. Not a one and done. As Elaine said, her and I met 15 years ago, and she's on her healing journey. We, she hasn't come to me every day in that 15 years, but she's come to me off and on because she's on a healing journey and wants to be whole and complete. And that's how we should look at it. It's not a one and done. It's a lifelong journey of God restoring us, healing us, 
ex exchanging the lie-based thinking for his truth and his love and his restoration. And that's what's so exciting about it. Yeah, I mean, and I do, I do think that, like you're saying, is certainly a journey. And there's certainly times when you you may have, you know, one thing that is bothering you, and then and then God speaks into that, but then you realize there's maybe like a related, you know, thing uh -huh. Uh -huh. that you need God to to work on that as well. Uh -huh. um, I will. I do think though that it is such a miracle, like it's amazing, even though it is a journey and, and sometimes you do need, you know, to, to work through it more than one session. Um, it's amazing to me how even in one session, just God speaking the truth to you can be so miraculous. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I remember uh, one time. So after I like, probably, like I said, like 15 years ago, when I prayed with you, there was a little bit of time where I came and watched you pray for some other people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing that, you know, there was a gal and I don't remember what the lie was exactly. I think it had to do maybe with anxiety, mm -hmm. but God gave her this picture of her jumping on a trampoline with Jesus. <laughs> Isn't that great? Isn't that <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's just it. Like, I didn't know this client that I was telling you about that I prayed with that her mother was a beauty queen at one time. And she, and God literally saw her dressing up in her mom's gowns and putting this tiara on her. And God said, you are my little queen. You are my, you know, I see you like that, that you're precious in my sight. You're beautiful, you know, and I didn't even know that only he could tell her that. I didn't know that. Like it was so personal. Yeah, it is very personal. And that's what, that's why it's, it's transformation prayer ministry. It's not counseling. It's, it's truly prayer. And because some people say, well, aren't you afraid of getting in trouble um, legally or anything? Can we get in trouble for prayer, for praying with people, letting God speak to them? No. Oh, not if they've agreed to it, you know? Yeah. And, and that's, what's so great about it. It is, it is very personal. It is very personal. And that's what God wants to be. He wants to be personal with us. I, and it, and that's what, you know, you're just like blown away because God speaks to you in such a way that, you know, is only, you know, special to you. Mm -hmm. uh, another thing that you kind of touched on that, that I, and I remember like sitting with you and praying with you, uh, one of the things you would sometimes say is uh, not what is true, but what do you feel is true uh -huh, in that uh -huh. memory? Or, yeah. or what do you feel is true right now? Can you kind of elaborate on that a little bit? Right. Lots of times when people get in a place where they're just on the edge of receiving um, or understanding what the lie-based thinking is. And I can't tell them, the Holy Spirit might tell me, but I can't prompt them and say, well, is it this or is it that? And, but one of the questions that uh, we get trained in is we, we say to them, not that it is true, but does it feel true that you are X, Y, Z? So you're not planting a thought in them because you're wanting them to say, does it feel true? You know. And um, that was the case. And that usually breaks the, um, or opens the door, I should say, for people to say, yeah, that, 
that does feel true. And, and it really, I mean, I know in my head, it really isn't true, but it feels true. It feels like I'm unworthy. It feels like I'm nothing. And, but I know in my head that that's not supposed to be right, but it taps into that inner most being that the enemy has fed us lies and we've believed. And sometimes they're, they're buried for years. Like with that one example that I gave you, this young lady had this when she was six years old yeah. on the plane, six years old. And she didn't even know that she'd carried it. Cause I think when I, when I prayed with her, she was in her thirties. Oh, wow. All that time. And, and, and God does give us a protection. I mean, when we've had trauma in our lives, we disassociate and plant them in our subconscious to protect us so we can function and not shut down. But God wants to expose the darkness and wants the light to go in so we can be whole and complete. And that's what's so great about this is that you, you truly do, like you said, you get such a sense of freedom from even one session. Mm-hmm. It, it encourages it to go farther. It encourages to go, well, if I can get this with this, what can I get if God opens up something else that I yeah. need? It gives you hope. And I think that's what you said at the beginning. It gives you hope that you don't have to stay at the status quo. God wants more for us than that. Much, much more than that. Yes. and I, and And so one of the things that you were just talking about as far as like, you know, the way you feel. So one of the things you had told me in the past was like your experience trumps your logic. Mm -hmm. Always, 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 because it's always experiential. I mean, like the young lady that had the experience on the, on the playground. Okay. That was her experience. So when someone told her, well, you're stupid, you'll never do anything, you know, that was planted in her. That's what she thought. What else do you think? These are your friends. You know, that's what you experience. So then when you don't do something right and somebody isn't happy with it, your mind immediately goes back to that experience that you've had. And you think, well, I must not be, I must not be. And then God just continues or the enemy starts to feed you. See, you really aren't worthy. See, you really can't do that. See, you really aren't going to do any. You're not going to amount to anything. You're not going to be a successful whatever through life. And, and that can, that can literally put people in bondage. Well, and it's so sometimes subconscious because obviously oh, yeah. she knew in her logical mind, why right. am I reacting this? this seems like so weird that I'm like overreacting to these Mm -hmm. seemingly like maybe innocuous statements that people are making, you know, now that I'm 30. Um, but, but yet your experience is, is just, it's like, it's trumping it, you know, like totally is. Yes, absolutely. And that's what, again, that's, what's great about God speaking into that lie based thinking and not you or I speaking into it because we can be told we're amazing by lots of people, but it's not the same as when God says you're amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. It, it has that personal heartfelt feeling. God really does see me. God really does love me. He sees me for who I really am. I'm not what the enemy has been telling me all these lies, all these lies about. Mm-hmm. And then, 
That's what makes it special. That's what makes it truly transforming. And it gives us hope, gives us hope. Well, and another point about God speaking into it, and and we kind of, and this is kind of how you said it, but like, like I wanted to point out that, that um, it's sometimes you don't know, like, like it's, you know, like I'm sure she never thought, oh yeah, when I was six, blah, blah, blah happened. Like she probably totally forgot about it. Had no, never even thought about it. Right. Exactly. Because we do plant those things in our subconscious mind. And, and as a little person, you don't think anything of that, you know, and you just move on. And, and, um, but God wants to bring the light into the darkness. So no matter what we do, what type of trauma we've had, what type of words have been spoken over us, God wants to bring them into the light. He wants to expose them. So we're all going to get triggered somewhere in our life. And there's a, there's an initial route to that trigger because you just don't wake up one morning and say, I'm unworthy and I'm going to be unworthy for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Happens someplace else. Okay. And that's what's amazing about this ministry is that it truly does speak into that transformation that God wants to see in our lives so we can move forward, so we can be all we can be for him. And um, I believe that's that's what we're called to do. And, you know, we're not totally redeemed until we go home with the Lord, but this process is a journey and we want to do, we want to use the tools God gives us to move forward and be whole and be healthy. And I'm not saying transformation prayer ministry is the only type of healing ministry you can go through. There's lots of them out there, but I encourage people do what fits you do what Mm -hmm. the transformation, because I've had people come to me that have been through lots of others and haven't had any success. And then tried transformation prayer ministry and everything broke open Mm -hmm. and you can go to transformation ministry one time and somebody said, well, I really don't, I didn't really see anything happen Mm -hmm. and go through something else. And then they get a breakthrough. So I always encourage people. I don't think anybody has the market on this is the exact type of healing you should have. I think go where God calls you to go. That's awesome. But it's just so awesome to think that there's there is, you know, hope and there are absolutely, you know, things that you can do. And, and I love that because this ministry is so good at helping, you know, letting God speak to you about things that you may not, like we talked about remembered, you know, uh-huh, uh-huh. or whatever, or it didn't uh-huh. seem significant at the time. Uh-huh. Or also I, one of the things I've had happen to me even is the lie is not what you would expect. Uh-uh. like it's not maybe obvious from the the situation like you you might and also another experience I've had is I've had some situations that were um either especially traumatic or maybe just especially kind of meaningful to me uh-huh. and there might have been more than one lie uh-huh. you know yeah that can happen. You, can, you can go in there and come with okay this is what I was triggered in this is what I want to get healing in and you can get in there and find out there might be something else like you said that you weren't even aware of one of the great things about this ministry also is God is never going to take you I've had some people come in and say well what if I get into areas that I just don't want to explore right now 
God's not going to take you to an area that you're not ready for. You wouldn't be sitting in the living room if you weren't ready to get something exposed. So whatever you're ready for, that's where God's going to take you. And that's that's because God wants to respect what you're willing to give to him. He's not going to force it. And and that's very true. Like what you said, you could get in there and then not even realize there's something else there that is lie based thinking in a root. And so you get it all exposed. But the but the, the good side is if you bring it brings you peace. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that and that is really your barometer that if you come in feeling those emotions, having those belief systems, then when you leave, that's your barometer if you've gotten where you need to be or at least. And and I tell people it's not a one and done. There might be some slivers or something else that come up, but don't think, oh, well, gee, I got react. I'm reacting again. or I'm getting triggered. That just means there's something else that you weren't ready to go to at that time. And God is willing to take you there now. So it's, it's a journey. That's what's great about it. It's a journey. Yeah. That has definitely been my experience. I, I have never, I mean, I, like you said, it's different for everybody, but personally, Mm -hmm. I, when God has spoken to me about something, that's it. Like he's done with Mm -hmm. it. Now there have Mm -hmm. been slivers of other things that have been Mm -hmm. triggered, you know, after that, that I've dealt with, but it's always like a different, thing mm-hmm. you know or a related thing maybe mm-hmm. but yeah I mean it's been just amazing I, I would love to hear another like example of someone who well I can tell you one that Dr. Smith uses and I use this when people ask me this is one of the examples that he had right after the Holy Spirit downloaded the process to him he as I told you he dealt with a lot of women that um had sexual abuse and um, and um, a lot of people that had eating disorders, women and everything like that. And he had a um, he had a young lady that um, he shares this in the meetings and in the teachings and then the conferences where he had a young lady and um, she was bulimic and very serious bulimic, and um, they had tried you know, every doctor there was, they tried every ministry they could. And he was kind of like their last resort because they said, if she doesn't get some healing and breakthrough here, um, you know, she's probably going to die. And, um, and so he took her through some things and she wasn't really getting major breakthrough. And I think it was like the third or fourth session. They finally got she was willing to open up and the Lord took her to a memory where um, she was again, a little girl. And I think she was 10 and they were holding hands for something at school and she couldn't remember what it was, but instead of grabbing her hand to hold hands, the young lady grabbed her wrist and she took her pointer finger and her thumb and grabbed her wrist. And she said, Oh, you're fat. I can't get my fingers around your wrist. And from that moment on, she felt like she was fat. Mm. And that was at 10 years old. And she was 28 when she went to him. Oh my gosh. And she had dealt with bulimia, all that weight issues for years, but it came to a head in the last 15 years where she was seriously injuring her body. Oh, wow. And once he got to that, and again, God gave her a picture 
of um, her being beautiful. And he, and he said, he said, we're all shapes and sizes. And I love you and the size that you, that I have made you in. And it is not this size. It is mm. me. And you can eat because you no longer have to. I mean, he literally told her, you can eat because I don't want you to starve your body or starve your soul. I want to heal you. And she still continued to see him for about a year and had some other libase thinking she needed to get rid of. But after I think it was eight months, then she got released from the doctors because they were literally trying to keep her alive. She had, it's so bad, mm. was anorexic. And um, they released her after eight months because she had gained enough weight and she was now eating healthy. And, and that was, that always stuck in my mind because I thought if God can speak to that, he could speak to anything. That's so awesome. Anything, anything. Is that, so is that one of the reasons that you started doing it? Like what? I did. I did because I felt like that was a traumatic issue in this young lady's life. And I thought if God can do that, he can take care of anything that we have in our lives. And, you know, when we get triggered, I don't know how you were, but I know there was some traumatic, you don't think some people say, well, that's not traumatic. You just should hear my story, you know, <laughs> um, but to us, it's traumatic. You know, it may not be as big as anorexic or being bulimic, but it's traumatic to us. And um, that's what made me, because I, I wanted to be whole and healthy. And so awesome. I went through probably six to eight months of my healing journey. And then once I got trained in it, then I continue to help other people. And it's interesting how the Lord brings you people that also has the same trauma that you are. I think he's testing to see if you really, if it really worked on you or not. <laughs> yeah. You told me one time that like, cause I did ask him, how do you handle all this? Cause I mean, sometimes people's stuff is just maybe more normal, but sometimes it is very, very traumatic. Oh yeah. Yeah you know, how do you, you handle that yourself? Yeah. Well, and I think that was part of my healing journey. Cause I went back to the person that trained me and I said, this person came with this stuff and this is just the stuff. And I thought I got mine. I'll take care of it, but I got triggered in the session. <laughs> yeah. So I'm over here writing about what I'm getting triggered at. So I could take it to my session, you know, because it is a healing journey. And I think that's probably the most important thing that we need to remember is that it's a journey. It's not a one and done just because yours is maybe more traumatic than someone else's doesn't mean God can't go in and heal it. It just might take a longer time. And I tell people, if you've had years of trauma mm -hmm. or come back to childhood, you can't expect to come in and one session and have it all gone because first of all, mentally you couldn't handle it. Okay. To go to all those areas. And second, it would physically wear you out. I mean, you've had a couple sessions that have been pretty weary, you know, Yeah, and it, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. And I try not to let it go any longer than two hours mm -hmm. because I don't feel like I feel like people need to come up for air. 
you know, yeah. and they need to kind of simmer in what God's told them and what God has revealed to them and just bask in that, in that treasure of what he's told you or what he's showed you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is beautiful. It really is. I mean, it's, it, it it's, it's just so transformative. I, you know, like coming off of a session where you, you feel that God has spoken to you. It's just like, even, I mean, I think the last time when I saw you, um, it was like three weeks ago. I mean, every day, every day, I think of that image that God gave me, you know, and it, it's, and it's not like I have to, it's not like, you know, like sometimes you, you are trying to transform your mind, you know, and so Mm -hmm. maybe you're, you're saying like truths over yourself or you're saying Mm -hmm. over yourself and that's good too. You know, that's important. Right. And it's part of discipleship and, and just growing, you know, as a Christian and, and, and changing your mindset. Um, but that it's different because it's almost, because it's not like you're trying to change. It's like God already changed you and he's just reminding you of the change. And it's just uh-huh. Uh-huh. beautiful because it's like, oh, I don't have to worry. I'm not even worried about that anymore. I don't, you know, I'm not bothered by that anymore. Right. God told me blah, 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 you know, right. it just is. Well, don't you think that you're, when that does happen, God does bring that to your remembrance and, and takes you back to either the word or the vision or the picture that he gave you and says, remember what I told you. Remember, you don't have to worry about this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's what's so, I think, comforting to people to know it's, it's a lasting effect. It's truly a lasting effect. And, and that's what's great. I mean, that's why it's called transformation prayer ministry, because it it truly transformate, transforms your mind, but it transforms your soul and your heart to, to look at things in a different perspective, to look at it through God's eyes and what he's done for you and what he's willing to do for you going forward. Which is a miracle. <laughs> yes, yes, because we all need Jesus. Amen. <laughs> So I know that people's next question is going to be, you know, is there any way that I can do this with someone? Um, do, is there a way to find people that do this or do you have to sort of just kind of put feelers out? Well, there's yes and no. Um, I would say, first of all, um, Transformation Prayer Ministry is used to be that you could just go to Um, You could buy his DVDs or you could um, buy his workbooks. You could go through a session and he would train you and you'd get, you know, your certification or completion. Um, Now he has changed it that it's accessible to everyone. You can go online. You can look up Transformation Prayer Ministry, um, Dr. Ed Smith. He's on Facebook. They do sessions live. They even have a tutorial that you can that they ask questions and you can hear the responses and everything like that. As far as finding people, if you want to do this as a ministry, I think that's, that's between you and the Holy spirit. If you really have a heart to do it, um, because my husband and I are, are pastors of our house church, we've done more within um, our church. Okay. And Mm -hmm. when we were attending the other church, we had, um, more people. So people came from that church to both the people that trained us and the people that, that they were training. 
um, for transformation prayer ministry. I am very cautious about um, if someone comes to me and I don't know them and they're from another church and maybe they got referred from, from someone else or they've heard about me um, and that I do it, I, I always ask, um, have you talked to your church pastors? Have you checked with any prayer ministries with them or any healing? Because I'm not one to take other sheep out of someone else's flock, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, but if it's someone that I know, like you, or I get a referral from someone that I know, then I will see them because I know that they've pretty much vetted them and the Holy Spirit has vetted them. Um, but I would encourage people to go online, check out um, Ed Smith and Transformation Prayer Ministry. And um, if you feel led that you want to be a part of it, do it. If you feel, you know, pray and ask the Lord of what he wants to do. I'm not one that sets a fee. I'm one that um, I tell people this is of the Lord. And if they want to make a donation, they can make a donation to the ministry. So we have a ministry since we're house church pastors. And um, then we give them a tax deduction sheet at the end of the year. So they can give it as part of their tax deductions that they take at the end of the year. But I don't set a fee. So if people are trying to get rich on this, I would suggest that then that way they would probably want to have a shingle hanging on their door that they're also qualified in other things like counseling and everything. And if they want to do this on the side, you know, and, and some counselors do do this. Oh yeah. Some people like Christian psychologists, they might go in and say, okay, I'm counseling you for this portion of the time. And then we're going to do transformation prayer ministry for the other, but they keep them very, very separate. And, you know, you and I have done sessions where I'll say, Okay, we're going to put TPM on the shelf and we're going to do some counseling because Dr. Smith is very, this is not a counseling session. This is a prayer session, transformation prayer session. And mm -hmm. if you have heart for it, God will bring you the people. God will bring you the people. Oh, I don't think there'd be a shortage of people. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, as I said, everybody needs Jesus. Everybody, needs everybody needs Jesus. <laughs> and I've been more busy now than I'm retired because I, because the Lord knows that my time is his. And so I'm, I try to steward my time well. And my desire is to encourage as many men and women to be healed and whole so that they can be all they can be for Jesus. Because we can't be good moms. We can't be good spouses. We can't be good business owners, employees, brothers, sisters, whatever, even friends if we're not whole and complete ourselves. And um, so that's that's why I do it. I do it because I want to see people whole and complete in Jesus. And I'm just the vessel. I don't take any credit for it at all. I give it all to Jesus. Well, that's awesome. And I, I know I have appreciated you being the vessel. So thank you so much. Thank well, you. I, I appreciate you allowing me to. <laughs> and I feel it as an honor that God would use me that way. You know, I feel very, very humbled by when people, when God allows me to minister to people that way. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us today. I know it's been, you know, a huge blessing to many people and um, thank you for listening. So yeah, check that out. Um, Transformational Prayer Ministry on Facebook and online, if you're interested in that. And I hope you have an absolutely wonderful, hope-filled week. We'll see you next time. Thank you.